Hi, and welcome again to another episode of It's the Love of God for Me podcast. I am your host, Lanisha, and as always, I am grateful for the privilege to share the precious word of the living God with you. With that being said, let us enter into the holies of holies through the blood of the Lamb. Let us pray. Eternal God and our Father, Lord, we come before your presence. We thank you, Lord, that it is only your grace and your mercy while we are still alive. And as we are about to break bread of your precious word throughout this season, O God, we ask, Father, that your will be done. We decrease in self and we ask for the precious Holy Spirit every time we divide the word to be with us and bring the revelation to us, Lord. Father, we know that you cannot be taught. You have to be revealed. So we ask that you will reveal unto us the deep sayings of your word. We give you thanks as we get our hearts ready and we come against every plans of our enemy, the adversary, to devour the words which you have released unto us through your Holy Spirit. We bless your name, and it is in no other name that we pray, but in the precious name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, our soon-coming King. So shall it be. Amen and amen. What do you do on nights when you cannot sleep? Leave your comments in the comment section below. As for me, on nights like this when I cannot sleep, I get into the Word of God. Or I might get into prayer. But tonight, um, I'm actually recording this at around 8.37 p.m. And for many of us, that's usually bedtime including myself um, around this time of the night I like to get some sleep even if I wake up um, in the night you know I, I like to get some sleep to be honest I am not an early sleeper um, I used to go to my bed very late in the mornings um, that's in the early early mornings a.m. Uh, like two, two, three o'clock in the mornings but you know all that has changed i am in a different season of my life some things i used to do i can't do them anymore so um yeah my sleeping habits have changed and so usually around this time i would be taking a nap especially on a weekend however i can't sleep tonight and um i decided that i want to get into the word of the living God amen and so praise God I just want to talk to you um, or, or continue where we left off in the last episode of course we know we cover a lot since the start of the season and we have a lot more to cover as we go along amen praise God now um in the last episode, let us take a, a quick recap. We looked at um, 
sin and its power. We talked about, um, you know, how sin can result in eternal damnation. Um, and we know that God is really not the one who send people to hell. I want to make that clear because I know in the last episode I did say that um, God created hell or Hades as some of us know it or the world of the dead. God created that place which is a spiritual place by the way. God created that place not for us human beings for the devil and his fallen angels but um, of course because of sin um we go there not because god is the one who uh send us there but we send ourselves we when we choose to live in sin and make sin a lifestyle automatically the reward of that is um to be confined to that place where satan and his fallen angel um was was made to um for them right so i really want to clear that up because i don't want persons to really uh be confused thinking that god sent anybody to hell again i know i mentioned that um god created that place uh and satan and his angels go there because of rebellion but it's not god who sent us there he created it for satan all right and those and those that are with him but not for us and this is why we are tormented the way we are when we go to that place according to scriptures because it's not designed for us it's not designed for a soul it's not designed for the soul of men or souls of men right it is a spiritual place that is designed again for satan but unfortunately some have chose to go there and some is choosing to go there as we speak now um so we looked at some of that in the last episode today i want to talk to you about your um i want to talk to you about a label that you're wearing that i really want you to focus on taking off in this season so i'm gonna call this episode today take of that label take off that label we are or one of the ways in which we are categorized is by the country in which we live in for example if you live or you are a citizen in America you would be classified as an American. As for the country of China, you would be classified as a Chinese citizen or a citizen. And someone would say, okay, where are you from? I'm from China. Okay, you're a Chinese. Or sometimes persons can just see you on the road and they just know that you um, are from that country or you're a citizen in that country. All right? In Jamaica, if you are a citizen in Jamaica, you would be categorized as a Jamaican, right? Uh, Canada, you would be classified as a Canadian. 
and the list goes on. People of God, the same goes for those of you that are living in sin. If you have made sin your home, if you have made sin your dwelling place, by now you should know what is sin if you have been following through all the episode if today's the first episode you're tuning in on this season i definitely recommend that you pause this one no rush go back to episode two and begin from there where you can understand where we're going in this season amen so of course we know what sin is we know um how sin can manifest we know there's 17 ways that sin can manifest that are very deadly we know what can be the result if we choose to um, live in sin now what does it mean to live in sin that's what we're talking about today well to put it in a simple context that is the lifestyle that you're living is it a godly lifestyle is it a lifestyle according to the holy bible it is it a lifestyle that rep- represent the lord jesus christ if not then it is a lifestyle of sin and once you're living in a lifestyle of sin It means that you would be categorized according to the word of God as a sinner. And that is not a label that God has given to you. It's not a label that he has given to any one of us. We clearly see that we put on this label based on what we have looked at in the book of Genesis chapter 3. That day when Eve and her husband Adam ate the apple, the forbidden fruit, that spiritual fruit, they brought down a curse upon the flesh of men. Sin had the opportunity by that act of disobedience to enter into our body. It brought a curse upon our flesh, flesh, sorry. Um, In other words, it knit 17 wickedness in us. For those of us that have gotten tattoos, we know how, you know, you go into these shops and they just mark in your skin this uh, ink that is considered permanent. Thank God they have discovered a way to remove them now. But if you don't take the step to remove that mark of tattoo, It's permanent. It's there. It's in your flesh. Consider it this way. Same goes for sin. We are born with that mark in our flesh. 17 wickedness, actually. And we talked about that in the previous episode. Uh, If you want, I can refresh your memory on some of them. Um, Adultery, fornication. I'm sorry, adultery. Um, sexual immoral immoralities um, yeah same thing adultery fornication uncleanness idolatry witchcraft hatred and the list goes on so we're born with that mark in our flesh 
it's a spiritual mark so don't go looking on your bodies now to see where it is visually <laughs> it's a spiritual mark that's there and you know that it's there because from time to time there are manifestations it start by manifesting in our thoughts so we could just be chilling and a thought come to us that we should kill our for example um kill someone that got us extremely upset and um, that thought is there sometimes there are demons that are behind that I do believe that a lot of these voices that we're hearing are from devils because the Bible called Satan a temper so he likes to tempt us in sin and then we continue to process that thought and how, keep that Im imagination and wonder what that would feel like and that would be like. And before you know it, that becomes reality for some of us. That is just a, that is just one example of how the works of the flesh can manifest. Sometimes it's just, um, it just happened. It's just a natural reaction. You know, let's look at vile speaking, corrupt speaking. You could just be there chilling and someone say something to you that is offensive and automatically you respond with a filthy language that will cause you to commit a sin. All right, we know there are many ways to commit sin. We can commit sin with our tongues uh, and the members of our bodies. And so if you live in the land of sin, sin is a place. And if you live there, you would be classified according to the word of God as a sinner. Now, I'm not telling you this for you to be offended. I'm telling you this so that you understand who you truly, not even who you truly are, but understand the state that you are you're currently in as a sinner and see the need to be delivered some persons don't know that they desperately need deliverance from sin because if we if many of us knew we wouldn't say things like soon when the lord calls me or we wouldn't say, when I get to this age, I will make that decision. We wouldn't say those things. This is the Lord calling us. This is the Lord calling you, my sinner friends, to take off that label. There is a label that you can receive that was given to you by divine right. This is your true identity. And that is to be sons and daughters of God, to be heir to the throne of God. We will definitely be looking into that uh, as we move forward into closing into the season. But until then, take off those labels. Don't walk around with the label of an angry person. You're always angry full of rage and wrath also I want to expand on this 
if you find yourself committing any of these works of the flesh continually consistently and you're trying your hardest to stop but it seems like this thing is in control of you let me bring you to an alert here let me let me turn on the alert signal for you you are in a more dangerous position than you think you are because what this means is that not only are you a slave to a sin or that sin for example the sin of of again idolatry idolatry is a very broad topic so let's use a different one wrath and strive if you find that you're struggling with these things you're always in rage and angry you're always in some kinds of strive and drama with somebody confrontation physical confrontation verbal confrontation and you just seem to you can't escape this thing you're not only are you a slave to that sin but possibility you're a slave to the demon that is behind that sin I want you to know that all of the works of the flesh that I listed, there are demons that are out there that have identified themselves according to the works of the flesh. I do believe that there is a demon by the name of anger. Because some person's anger, it's just at a different level. Have you ever seen some persons, they're just always angry? They don't know that they're dealing with a devil. But that is a devil that have possession over that area of their life. And whenever it has gotten to a place where there's a devil involved, you are not only a slave to sin, but you are a slave to a demon. Somebody have to tell you as it is. Many persons are walking around today under the lordship of a demon with the idea that if they die and have not even accepted salvation they will go back to God there are many who believe that when they die they're just their spirit is going back to God there's no the only thing about you that goes back to God is the breath in which he gave unto you that that belongs to him that is what keeps the body and the soul in one that's the body i'm sorry that's the thing that keeps the body and soul in one that's the thing that keeps you intact in this dimension when the breath of god leaves you the physical body goes back to the earth where it came from we talked about that in in, in the previous season in the previous episodes and the soul, which is you, your personality, that now goes to the place that you have made a decision for it to go. Because it's really completely up to you at this point. God has already provided a way. Jesus Christ said, I am the only way, the truth, and the life. I am the door, and I am the good shepherd. I am the bread of life. He has already provided a way. And if you decide that you don't want to take that path, then automatically 
you are on the other path that is not of God. And so, yes, your spirit does go back to God, but your, but I'm sorry, not your spirit. Your breath goes back to God, but your breath is not you. Your breath is God's. It belongs to God. It's from God. It's a part of God. So it goes back to him. It is what gives us life in this physical realm. Your soul is what you need to be worried about. It's what God is concerned about. And it's what the devil is interested in. So if you live in the land of sin, you are a sinner. But you don't have to wear that label. Today's the day that you can decide that you don't want to have anything to do with this label. You're going to take it off and take on your true identity in the Lord Jesus Christ. At one point in my life, I too was a sinner, conceived in sin just like you, lived in sin, lived in the land of sin for many years. Even though I was raised in church and I was familiar with God and a little bit about his word. The truth is, I find pleasure living in sin. I didn't know that there were a better pleasure outside of sin. I didn't. I thought that that's the best as it gets when it comes to pleasure until I encounter the spirit of truth. And then I find a pleasure that is undescribable. There's nothing that can compare to that in the Lord. So again, you have the right given to you by God to take on your true identity through salvation. This is why Christ came, so that you can take off that label that you were born with, a sinner, that title. Take it off and put on his identity, which will make you righteous and a lot of good benefits that comes with that. Amen and amen. So, of course, we talked a little bit about hell. I want to finish up on that in this episode today as well. Listen to me, um, my unsaved family. If you click into the link in my description below, you will see a link there for my YouTube channel. If you will, or if you may, Go on that channel and look for the title, I Visited Hell. I want you to watch that video. I'm not going to give you the details because if you have not yet watched it, I want you to go and watch it. But in that video is my experience that I believe I encounter in that place that the Bible call hell. Hell has been preached about more than heaven in the Bible. In fact, it has been mentioned way more times in the Bible than heaven. 
I want you to understand what is hell and what is heaven in today's episode. Hell and heaven, they are both spiritual places. They're different. Um, you'll hear different sermons or teachings on this place. Um, I don't believe everyone have the revelation on this place. I can share with you the revelation that I believe the Holy Spirit gave me. But you too can seek the Lord for your own for um, understanding in this area as well. Now, according to what the Spirit of the Lord revealed to me, I believe that hell, according to scriptures, hell and heaven again is a spiritual place. Heaven is a place where the Bible talked about the third heaven. So if there's a third heaven, it's safe to say there is a first and second heaven. Um, according to scriptures, it's safe to say that the first heaven is the one we can see with our physical eyes. That's the sky. We call it the sky where the birds and and um, the falls of the air, you know, that, their territory. So that is what heaven, um, the first heaven is. I don't really know much about the second heaven because there's not really much things in scriptures about it. But I think based on the book of Daniel, um, with the story of what the angel explained to Daniel when Daniel was seeking the Lord on something concerning his people, and the angel had came with a message to Daniel, but the angel did say that there was some kind of resistance in one of the heavenlies and that um, the prince of Persia at the time had withstood him and how the great archangel Michael had to come down and release him to come to Daniel and when he was going back up he had to fight his way through so I, I, I think based on that scripture the revelation that I and I, I think I heard even a minister by the name of Derek Prince he preached on this as well that based on scriptures he would also conclude or believe that the second heaven is between God and man right and that is where Satan has set up his kingdom but again you have not seen any scripture verbatim that says that it's just an understanding based on scriptures and then the third heaven would be classified as where God and the holy angels dwell um, and also I want to tell you a little bit more about that based on scriptures I believe it's also a place where those of us who died in Christ our um, our soul goes to that place to rest until the resurrection now according to scripture again when we go to that place um, in heaven there's a scripture that talks about John said he saw souls before the throne of God um, that were, were, were crying out to God to avenge their, their blood right and the Lord told them that um, you know rest until until their fellow bro brothers and sisters uh, came came you know before they would get um, what they were asking of God so let's look quickly into Revelation chapter 6 verse 9 um, and what that have to say to us amen so according to Revelation chapter 6 verse 9 it says when the lamb broke the fifth seal I saw under the altar the souls of all who had been marred and this means killed for the word of God and 
for being faithful in their testimony. All right. And um, we know the conversation goes on where the Lord had said to them, listen, just rest a while until your fr- your fellow brethren come. So that's not something to come. That's something that John saw uh, that was taking place at the moment um, where the Lord said to those souls that were killed for the sake of the word of God, that the time will come when he would avenge them, but they had to wait until those of us who remain alive come home. All right. Again, there's another scripture that says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord and the joy of the, the death of um, what what the scripture says, something about um, there is the Lord experienced joy with the death of his saint. Or, or the death of the saint is the joy of the Lord, something like that. I don't remember, and I don't want to add to the word. But um, let's, yeah, we could just say, for example, the scripture that says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord, and that is just for those who died in Christ, living a holy life according to the Word of God. All right. So in heaven, those souls are there, and they're just there resting. But you have to understand that. Being in that state, the soul being separated from the body, that's not the final stage because when the resurrection comes, we will be given our glorious body. That's the body that sin can never ever uh, um, enter into or affect anymore or even death, physical death that is. We will never experience that when we receive that glorious body that the Lord has promised us through scriptures. And um, when we receive that glorious body, then we will become again human beings like God intended for us to be from the beginning. And this is where now we will be able to access the new Jerusalem in our glorious, perfect body. Until that time comes, those who died in Christ will find themselves in heaven that is that is their soul so that is one aspect of them that will be in the presence of the lord but the lord will definitely um give us our glorious body so that we can be human beings again perfect human beings as he intended to like adam and eve before they ate the forbidden fruit so in the next episode i want to talk to you about the opposite of heaven which is hell All right, so we'll talk some more about heaven and then also we'll look into what hell really is. All right, thank you so much for staying with me today. Until next time, it is the love of God for me. May God bless you, keep you, cause his face to shine down upon you, grant you grace in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your steps. God bless you all. Hi neighbor, stopping by really quickly to remind you, yes you, that the word of God is quick and powerful. And what this means is that anywhere the word of God hits, there's an instant connection. But guess what? God need our vehicles to transport the word from point A to point B. I transport the word in your life today. 
Do you want to be the vehicle to transport the word into someone else's life? If so, go ahead and share this word on your social media platforms and be a blessing unto others. Let us together fulfill the word of God that says, Go ye out and preach to all nations. Also remember to like, subscribe, and leave your comment in the comment section below. I am so happy to have you as a part of this community. God bless you. May the Lord continue to shine his face upon you and to grant you grace in all your ways. Remember, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. See you later.